Are you going into the new year excited about what you have set out to do financially? Or are you having some feelings of doubt or hesitation creeping in? If you are, that's completely normal. A part of this hesitation or those feelings of doubt comes from those things that we cannot control. So how do we navigate those things that we cannot control, like inflation, like job loss? How do we navigate those things that really ultimately impact our finances in some way? And what do we do to minimize that impact so we can make reaching those financial goals easier? That is exactly what I'm going to share with you today in this episode. Now, if you don't know, this is just part one of a four-part series that we're doing all month long where we narrow down things you should focus on for 2024 to really impact and have or have the most impact on your finances to four. So each week we're revealing one thing and today is part one of that. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. Inflation, job loss, a parent or a loved one passing. These are just some examples of circumstances that are out of our control that really impact or can impact in one way or another our finances. When it comes to things that we can't control, sometimes we feel powerless and it doesn't feel good, but there are some things that we can do to minimize those feelings, to minimize that feeling of powerlessness. I'm not saying that what I'm going to share with you is going to magically take away all those things that you can't control. But what I'm saying is, is it is going to minimize the impact it has on your finances. I'm going to share with you exactly what those things are that you can do to minimize that impact. But before I do, I wanted to share this with you in case this resonates with you in case this is you because you're going to see how it all ties together. You may know of a warrior or maybe that's you where you, there you hear you get the news that the something happened to the stock market and your investments are losing or maybe a paycheck is running behind or maybe someone has a cold and all those things cause you to worry. Of course, I'm exaggerating on someone having a cold. But I know people that worry about those things. And why am I sharing that with you? Because if you worry about these things, what do these things have in common? These are things that you can't control. And when you worry about things that you can control or that you cannot control, is it really a good use of your time? I want you to just really think about that. When you worry about things you cannot control, Is that a good use of your time? Because these things that you're worrying about, you can't do anything about. You cannot control these things, right? So I want you to think about that. And how can you spend, you know, how can you better spend your time? 
This is why I want to share with you some things that you can control. So instead of worrying and putting those energy and that time into things that you cannot control, those worries, take that time and and use it to do these some of these things that I'm going to tell you about that you can control. So you ready for it? Even though I am that person that can be a worrier, I really try to be really intentional and really present and observant as to what is occupying my mind. And if it's something that I cannot control, how can I resort and use my energies elsewhere? And I really do believe that really focusing on things that you can control especially when it comes to your finances, you can minimize the impact on the things that you can't. So this is where I'm going to go over eight things. Um, This is not an exclusive list. There are other things, but I'm just going to go over eight things. All right. So number one is mindful budgeting. That is something you can control because with mindful budgeting, You want to make sure you don't make it restrictive. Focus on making it not restrictive. You want to focus on keeping your goals in mind. Don't just budget to budget. Keep your goals in mind when you budget and make sure that you have some flexibility for some fun because we're here for a period of time. We're not here forever. So we don't want to be focusing on just budgeting and paying bills. We need to a lot some flexibility for some fun to enjoy the life that we really work so hard for. So that's mindful budgeting and that's number one. Number two is smart shopping. With smart shopping really is, yes, looking at what deals are out there, uh, really being intentional when you shop. Don't just shop Uh, Don't just buy something that you really want. Think about it. Take some time. Maybe you don't really want it and you're just doing some impulse shopping and think, look at, take care, take advantage of those loyalty uh, programs. Now I say this and I know there's those retailers that where you go up, when you go to make your purchase, they offer your, offer you a discount if you sign up for your credit card. I'm not saying do that. I'm not saying don't do that. That is your choice. But don't, if you're, you you really have to be mindful about your, speaking of mindful, about how you use your credit cards. If that discount is going to really going to make a difference and you don't have some other credit cards or a bunch of credit cards, maybe it's okay for that time. But just don't get into the habit of signing up for those retailer credit cards. Just for that one-time discount. Just think that carefully. (laughs) So that's number two. So we've got mindful spending. That's something that you can focus on and you can control. And you also have smart shopping. Number three is to have an awareness of your consumption habits. And what do I mean by that? I mean, one, let's say for uh, energy consumption, how much water you use, are you living the lights on, all those things, just being more mindful and just minimizing what can you do? Uh, Are you leaving the lights out when you leave or the television on? And those things add up. And I'm gonna tell you a little caveat in a little bit. Or also, maybe a thrift shop you're you know that's that's about really being mindful with the consumption because with clothing the the clothing interest industry there is a lot of 
a lot of waste. I think about how much, how many times you go and take things to Goodwill of places like that, and how many. I mean, can you imagine? Do you really? I'd, it'd be interesting to know if they really give away or they are able to sell all those things because it's a lot of stuff that people come and donate, and so there's a lot of waste that goes there. So, what can you do to minimize? That waste and and being mindful, maybe it is going to buy instead of buying at a retail store, buying at a thrift shop. You're saving money there, anyways. So the other thing <laughs> too is you when you purchase things, items that you use regularly or not so regularly, is just put it. I'm saying this out of silliness, but it but in seriousness too, is make sure that you put it in a place that you can find. I cannot tell you. Speaking of being a mindful shopper, and I cannot tell you the how many times we've maybe we have some items like and we've purchased it multiple number of times, even though we have that item. And I'm not gonna oust this person in my household, <laughs> but just be mindful. What things you already have? That's a pet peeve of mine. Can can you tell where if if you already have an item? Put it in a place you can find it, so when the time comes that you need it, you don't have to buy it again. That's all I'm gonna say about that. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Now, with these things, I I told you I had a caveat or caveat caveat. I don't even know how to pronounce that, but I have a little、um, tip or a note or something to just be aware of when you're saving in those ways in terms of coupons or savings at the store because something's on sale. Or you're being mindful of your consumption, and you are、um, minimizing how much water you're using, or you're watching the electric or the gas bill, and you're seeing this, you know, seeing the bill goes down, go down because of the actions that you're taking. When you're doing that, here's the thing that I want to tell you: is that when you're seeing those savings, it's good, yes, to celebrate. But what are you going to do with those savings? So if you're saving at the grocery store because you waited for a sale, what are you doing with that savings? If you are you have started minimizing the amount of water or the electricity, and you're seeing your bill go down, and it's like consistent, of course, with utilities, it just depends on the time of year. You know, the electric bill goes up in the summer, and the gas bill goes up in the winter. Did I get it right? So. What are you doing with the savings? Because you can be doing taking those actions and being mindful and and saving in groceries, saving on your electric bill, and all of those things. But if you're not doing anything with the savings, you did that work for what? So make sure that that savings that you have because as a result of those actions, that you're doing something with it because your money. Wants to work for you, and your money really wants to do something for you. So just make sure you put it to work. Don't just celebrate the savings that you've acquired, but do something with that savings. So enough of my little rant. Number four is earn more income. Now we're going to talk about that more next week, but earning more income is something that you can control, and that's going to help minimize the impact on the things that you can't. Simple as that. We'll talk more about that, as I said, next week. Number five is manage your debt. Do what you can with what you have, because you might be in a position. Well, you're telling me 
you know, we have all these things going on, the inflation and all that stuff. And here I have this credit card and the interest rate already going up on me. And this balance doesn't seem to go down and I'm frustrated. I'm never going to get out of debt. Do what you can with what you have and focus on one thing at a time. So if you have multiple debts, focus on the one that really, really sits heavy on you. Work on that. Again, just do what you can with what you have. What I'm saying is that Notice I didn't say get out of debt immediately, but manage your debt, right? Make it go down. How fast or, you know, how slow? I'm not saying one or the other. I'm just saying do what you can with what you have. Number, so that's number five, manage your debt. Number six is to maximize your savings. That is something. So managing your debt is something you can control. How much? Depends on your situation. The other part is maximize your savings. That's number six. So you want to take advantage. We're in a times where the high yield savings have a higher interest rate. That's not always going to be the case because interest rates go up and down depending on the economy. So you want to take advantage of those high interest rates, especially for your emergency funds. I'm not saying put all your money in there because there's a part. The next part is really about investing, but really make sure that you take advantage of those high yield savings. So that is something you can control and that can help minimize the impact of the things that you can't control. The next one, number seven, is to diversify your investments. As an investor, you are taking risk because the market, as you know, it goes up and down. It's just a roller coaster ride. Sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes it stays up, sometimes it stays stagnant, sometimes it stays down. It's just a roller coaster ride. So to minimize that risk, you can diversify. All right. Another thing is that you can look into and educate yourself on is what's called inflation proof investments. Now, as a financial counselor, I'm not telling I'm not advising you to invest in those. All I'm saying here is to learn about them. And basically inflation proof investments, hence the name, are those that tend to do better tend, again, being the key word, tend to do better during these inflationary periods. So these are called treasury inflation protected securities, real estate, commodities, or stocks of uh, companies with strong pricing power. So those are some. So you can look into that. And that's another way to do that. Again, this is just me saying, hey, learn about it. This is not me saying, hey, I am telling you to invest in these. So that's my disclaimer right there. Number eight, you want to review those recurring bills such as your uh, internet, your cell phone bill, your um, insurance just for better rates. Just be sure to compare apples to apples, especially when you're looking at those, your car insurance and what it provides, you know, what it, what how you're covered and your coverage. Make sure you're comparing the same coverage when you're looking at rates. And don't be afraid to uh, negotiate. And what do I mean by that? If you have been with a certain company for whatever insurance or internet or your cell phone bill for a long time, they value you as a customer. So let them know I'm looking to move because I want to, I'm trying to minimize my bill because they may be willing to do that. So do your shopping before you make that call and say, hey, 
I found the exact same coverage, if it's like insurance, or I found a, if it's the cell phone bill, I'm with such and such, I can do it for this amount. Again, they're going to value as a customer. They may be able to come up with a better pricing for you. Never, it never, never hurts to ask. So I shared with you eight things that you can control that can help minimize the impact on those things that you cannot control. But you're probably asking, how exactly does it minimize those things, the impact on the things that you can't control? So let's go. I'm going to share with you almost one by one. So with when you're talking about mindful budgeting, if you are mindful with your budgeting, it minimizes that impact because you're going to be able to make better financial decisions based on your situation. So if you're mindful about your budgeting, it's easier to make those financial decisions. So when it comes to things you can't control, whether inflation or whether job loss, because you have been mindful with your budgeting, it's easier to make those financial decisions. Did I say it's easy? Then it's it's just easier, right? The impact, the stress, what you're feeling is less. All right. When it comes to smart shopping, consumption habits that we talked about, reviewing those recurring bills, it just really allows you to stretch the dollar further. So when you're going through, we're all going through inflation, allowing to stretch the dollar further is helpful, right? Or if you're incurring a job loss, allows you to stretch the dollar further, which helps, right? It's helpful. So that's how it minimizes the impact on your finances. Earning more income, well, you have more financial leeway and it helps you really reach those financial goals faster by having more income. And again, we're going to talk about that more next week. When you manage your debt, again, that is something that you can control. It just frees up money for other goals eventually when you pay it off, right? So that's how it helps minimize the impact on your finances, on those things that you cannot control. Maximizing your savings, it really allows you to build a cushion, a safety net, like the emergency fund or sinking funds for those moments, the unexpected moments, or when something life changes or something that is out of your control comes into your life. So that's how maximizing your savings helps and diversifying your investments. It just, it really minimizes and mitigates the risk. So I'm hoping that you found today's episode helpful. My mission today was just really to get ahead because you're coming into a new year, right? And um, a lot of us are excited because we feel refreshed, we're ready to tackle our goals, financial goals, health goals, all of these goals. But sometime during January, things are going to happen. Or maybe you've come into this year excited, but you also be somewhere behind uh, there, uh, somewhere in the back of your head, I should say, you have some hesitancy or you have some fear that maybe this, you know, it's not going to pan out like you want to. So I want to get ahead of that. And again, it's about really taking those things that you cannot control. And instead of worrying about those things that you cannot control, because that's what we tend to do, we really take action on the things that we can. And in turn, as I shared with you, as you, if I, hopefully, if I did my job right, you understood that by taking action on those things that you can control, 
you minimize the impact on your finances from those things that you can't control. So therefore, that worry lessens. That's my hope. So hopefully I did my job. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Send me a message on Instagram or just simply email me at jen at jenhemphill.com. Another thing that can help you on the things that you can control is my undated digital money planner. If you haven't checked it out, you can do so over at jenhemphill.com forward slash planner. And because I value you as a listener, use the code Reina, that's R-E-I-N-A, to get a 10% discount at checkout. Next week, we continue with part two of this four-part series where we're going to talk about another thing to focus on that we've already shared is making more money and why we should focus on making more money in 2024. So stay tuned for that. Bueno pues, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. You can check out the show notes over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 381. That is jenhemphill.com forward slash 381. Side note, I just realized we're almost an episode 400. How crazy is that? So thank you. I really appreciate your support in being here. And remember that being the reina of your money starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.